stick at. Now, our next guest is in studio. I told you he was coming in later on. All this week we've been taking in the, the candidates for the up-and-coming election. Mark Deary was in here from the Greens on Monday with Declan Brannock from Fianna Fáil on Tuesday. Jerry Adams was in here on Wednesday from Sinn Féin. And uh, today we have Peter Fitzpatrick in for the candidate for Fianna Gael candidate. A very good morning to you, Peter. Thanks, Polly. How are you this morning? I'm not too bad. I mean, some weather last night, hey? Unbelievable. Desperate. I see plenty of signs all in the street there. I hope all the candidates pick them up. Yeah, and... <laughs> Um, Eve, Chimney, we were talking to, to our roving reporter there earlier on out and uh, down at Roden Place and one of the big chimneys came down onto the, to the road. Anyway, besides that, Peter, I suppose most people would, would know the name Peter Fitzpatrick associated more with sport than, than with politics. Uh, that's right, Paul. Okay. I'm, I'm lucky enough, I'm the, I'm the present manager of the Lloyd football team and uh, uh, it's a job that I love doing and everything else and, and uh, I was approached there uh, maybe about six or seven weeks ago there by uh, two local uh, Fine Gael councillors and uh, they asked me would I consider running for Fine Gael in the, in the, in the general election mm-hmm. uh, very hard decision as, as I'm a local businessman and I have a business in the dark and everything else and, and it could take a while to uh, make my mind up but then uh, like of the honour of being asked to uh, represent your county at national level it was, too, it was too big of a job to let go so last Thursday night at the at the, the Fine Gael convention, uh, I was there myself with the two nominations for uh, Fine Gael to go forward, and since then I've been canvassing. So you're a man who obviously likes a challenge, Peter. Well, the way I look at it at the moment is uh, I think that the, the biggest problem in the country at the moment is uh, is unemployment, and if you look at the statistics at the moment, like fifty five percent of people unemployed at the moment are under twenty five, and eighty five percent of unemployment now is under thirty five. And like you know, when there's an awful lot of me being a businessman, there's eighty-eight thousand uh, small businesses out there at the moment. And th- the goal at the moment is if we can get each of them small business to employ one person, get them some kind of an incentive like PRSI or some kind of a grant, mm-hmm. that, that will take eighty-eight thousand people off the life register. And at the moment, in the dog over the last two years, uh, the dog queue has increased by thirty yeah. percent. Mm-hmm. And for, ev- for every one person you have on the dole, it's costing the government twenty thousand. Like, mm. it's, 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 like to me, that, that's, that's a saving on its own. And tell me, if we go, you said you're going around the doorsteps, you're canvassing since. What are the issues that you are encountering on the doorsteps? Well, the first thing you have to do is uh, w- uh, when, when you ring the doorbell and knock the door, like the frustration of people at the moment, yeah. they, they have no trust whatsoever in politicians in general, right? Yeah. Yes. Because over the last number of years, they've been, you know, they, 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 honestly, we've been let down. Con- yeah, the country, the country is on its knees, and like after, uh, like you, you have to give people the, the chance to get rid of the frustration. And then, like the, the, the big thing in the doors at the moment is unemployment. Hmm. Like, like even like we try to canvas most states in the even time, yeah. but. It's a short period for me. I, all I have is three and a half weeks to cover the whole mid load and North load and the dark area. So I, I, I'll be honest, I'm under pressure to, to do me canvassing. Mm-hmm. But I'm very lucky that I've got good crews and everything else and mm-hmm. I feel as though that I get, it, I get it all done. But the amount of doors I'm knocking, even during the day, and like people being in the house is, is unbelievable. Like, and they, they've nowhere to go. You're no saying people who should be in work, really? Like, you know, all people want to do is people just want to go out and, and make a living and support their families and everything else. And, like, you know, like, they're not looking for any extras in that there. And they mm-hmm. do realise now that there, that there, is, there is a problem. Like, the problem is there's no money in the country. We're yeah. on our knees. But they want to go out and walk. They don't want to go down and sign the door. They want a bit of respect back to themselves. Absolutely. You're saying there's no money in the country. So, how do you get people back? You know, working. How do we get people? Ba- how do we get the country back on its feet? Well, first of all, uh, uh, 
first of all, if, if you can find jobs out there at the moment, like uh, like the Fianna Gael policy there is uh, they're going to try to create uh, 105,000 jobs over a period of four years in that area. And, like, and, like, and th- they have to cut back in the public section. Like the main, like the, the, the health, mm-hmm. the, the guards, the teachers in that area, like they're not trying to force anybody out. What they're, what they're going to be looking for is, is voluntary redundancies and retirements and, like, and, and just not replacing the jobs. But you have to look, you, ha- you have to keep looking, you have to keep chasing. Like as I said earlier on, if it's costing 20,000 a year to have a person uh, claiming on the door like mm-hmm. the most they're getting is 10,000 the other 10,000 is going to win administration fees and everything else right. but if we can cut that back there at the moment yeah. I think that would be a big step forward but then if you, if you cut back if, you, if you're looking for redundancies Peter then surely that's going to cost an awful lot of money to make people redundant especially people who will be there in their positions a long time yeah but, but, but the payback period will, 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 will kind of even that off like like pe- people want better health like mm-hmm. people pe- like you take for example we've allowed hospital in and dark you know and yeah. they haven't got full service at the moment and like I've been a local man and experienced difficult times with the Lloyd because my daughter down May who uh, had meningitis nine years ago like only for the Lloyd Hospital and the way they looked after her like mm-hmm. my daughter would be here today mm-hmm. I do realise with the population of the area and everything else we do need Lloyd Hospital yes. at full service you know what I mean yes. but I'm not going like, people have asked me about the Lloyd Hospital all I can say is I'll do my best like mm-hmm. when you look at it the, the, with the government there, those independence TDs got hospitals building in the, in the back of beyond and everything else. And yeah. you look at one of the biggest populations in the area. We need yes. we need a hospital in dog, and we need we need a bag to fall services. Yeah. Yes, but yet again, like that's something we we we'll have to work on locally and everything else. And and like I, I'm hoping is that I'm the only Dundalk man running running in the lo- running in the general elections. Mm-hmm. dog needs a TD. That's something. That, and and the thing about it is if. if I will leave no stone unturned. I will work very, very hard for the people in the dog, and all I hope is that they put a trust in me. Now, have you, sorry, sorry, have you always been uh, interested in politics or involved in politics? No, I, I, I won't tell you. Like, no, like uh, uh, I come from a Highland Park in the dog, and my mother and father, like, uh, and I'll be honest, my mother and father was was, uh, was Fianna for all people in that day, but they never really actually voted in having yet. And mm. to be honest, you, uh, the reason I uh, with Fianna Gael was uh, Gal Fitzgerald to me was one of the most honest people ever, and even when he ran the government back there in the 80s and that there I always thought he was a very trustworthy very intelligent man mm. he taught a lot of respect and I kind of looked up to him there like a statesman yeah and, and, and as all the politicians are honest no well, <laughs> well, well, well. Let, let's call it a spirit of spirit. Like, <laughs> e, 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 even Gavin Fitzgerald like, in his eighties and everything else. Like, e, even though when when he's been interviewed in the radio and everything else, he even comes across so honest. And uh, I'll be honest, with you, he's one of the most cleverest, intelligent men you ever came across. And and like you know, and like like I, I'm very lucky too. Like I opened an office there in 19 Park Street during the week there, and and the fellas like Andy Kenny, who's got a very very busy schedule over the next three and a half weeks, made time to come down, opened the office officially, met you know greeted. People in in, in 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 the office walk around the streets and in dark and shock a few people's mm-hmm. hands and like, you mm-hmm. know th- th- that's what you want like and like people are saying Andy Kenny Andy Kenny to me Andy Kenny is yeah. a fantastic leader what he's doing at the moment he's going around he, he, he's helping all the, all his candidates we've a hundred and five candidates at the moment uh, trying to get elected we're trying to get as many as elected as we can mm-hmm. and we won't know till the twenty sixth of February how many we have. People who are on he's going to join Labour or whatever it is. We don't know. All we're just going to concentrate yeah. at the moment is getting ourselves yeah. in many seats if we can. Can I ask you, Peter, because some people out there will say that maybe Fianna Fáil or Fianna Gael, um, you know, put you forward as their candidate because of your celebrity status and because you, you're well known through the football, through the sports and through the business world more so than, than politics. What would you say to that? Well, listen, I, I'd be saying a lie if, if, if it wasn't a factor. The way I look at the moment is I'm a local businessman. I know what it's like to go to the bank and beg for money. 
you know, like when I started my business over 20 years ago, like uh, I started off with nothing and I, I ended up with 26 people working. And then, and it felt like I know the ins and outs. I got phone calls from banks telling me that if I hadn't got money in, in, in a certain amount of money in the bank in 24 hours, they're going to bounce checks and everything else. And I know what it's like chasing and hassling and, and, and trying to build a business up. Yeah. I also know what it's like to like, uh, to be an, to, to, to be an employer and by letting people go and people with families and everything else. And like you know, like, as I said earlier on, my big emphasis is going to be uh, employment and also the local hospital. Yeah. Okay. So you feel you're bringing practical experience. Oh yeah. The thing so about me is, uh, like, I'd be very a positive person. Uh, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be negative. I'd always see the, the bare side of things, and like, right. you're going to get knocks and you're going to get this, that, and the other. But mm-hmm. you have to be positive and keep going because I'm telling you, some of the stories I heard knocking them doors is is, is unbelievable. You know, like like the dog, the dog is in a very very bad way at the moment, mm-hmm. and it, like it, it, it is the passion. And like, all people are looking for is a wee bit of self-esteem, like, a reason to get up in the morning, a reason to go places and everything else. And and I feel as though like like. I granted, I'm, I'm, I'm well known in the GA, mm-hmm. but I feel as though like uh, I, I, I've learned from, from 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 the bottom the whole way up, and yeah, and nice. I'd be willing to, to help people, and and I'm hoping that if I get elected, I'd be opening offices in the dark. And there's one thing for me is I won't go hiding. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like if, if, if I'll just tell the people the truth. Uh, if, if things are not going to happen, just be honest, and, and 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 please God, over the next maybe eighteen months or two years, please God, things will start picking mm-hmm. up again. Because the bottom line is, there's no money in the country. We have to cut back at the moment to go forward. Yeah, Peter, it would appear that people aren't too. People love the drama of politics when it gets going, and what you know, all the analysis and reports. But to be quite honest, I think now with mortgage rates going up, pay packets going down, tax going up, people are concerned about the down to earth issues, aren't they? Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. Like in fairness, like uh, you look at years ago, as uh, we, we all got married, we all had a family, and the most important thing was and was was your pay your mortgage. Like nobody likes having a mortgage over the heads. Mm. Like if you look at it, the inflate, like the, the houses for the last number of years, like they must have been up five hundred percent in the last maybe ten years. It's just crazy the, the prices were. And, and in fairness, Fiona Fall has to take the blame for this here. Like I I I went to an estate there in Northbridge during the week there, and there were seventy two houses in, in in the estate, and twenty seven was unoccupied. Not even a bit of furniture and everything else. Like to me, that's a disgrace. And mm-hmm. the amount of people on the register there looking for council houses and everything else, something will have to be seriously done because I think there's an awful lot of uh, houses in this in in the dog Midlow area. You mentioned the cutbacks. Uh, I mean, Peter. I suppose people who are well, people are on the. On the bread line, as it is, who are the, the, the lower earners are already getting cutbacks and maybe they're earning less now than they ever were, and they're paying tax on top of that, which maybe they weren't before. And everything else, though, seems to be increasing. Interest rates are increasing. I mean, just looking in, in a newspaper, um, you know, the rates for applying for your driving test are increasing. The driving test itself is in. Everything seems to Petrol. be going up yeah. and up. So. The cost of living is increasing at an enormous rate and it seems to be that when at the end of the week when people put their hands in their pockets, if they're lucky enough to have a wage packet, that, that's getting less and less. They have even less money to spread around. Well, the, the Fine Gael apology is that they're going to try to do 75% cuts and 25% in tax. Now, we're going to, we're going to do our best not, not, not to touch the people in the income tax. But yet again, listen... Like, like Fiona Ford has done this problem at the moment. Like you know, and Fiona Gale is trying to solve the problem at the moment. Like it's no point me come on this program tonight to you and say, listen, your wages next week will be you, you get you get back the leverage, you get back this mm. and the other. You're not mm-hmm. going to get it back. Mm. But what we're trying to do is, is to stop any more cuts. And, 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 and like people at the moment, like I, I know families get there, there last week. You called to the houses and the wage pack was down seventy five euros. Yeah. Like seventy five euros is an awful, an awful lot of money to people with maybe four or five children and everything else. And it could be the difference of them maybe getting school. Or shoes, or anything at the moment. Like 
people could be the difference of them sitting in a house that's heated or not heated. Oh, yeah, it's, it's not about luxuries. Sure, no, it's not. No. no, like you go back three or four years ago, uh, people have apartments in Spain and people going on four or five holidays a year and people were changing their cars and all this kind of like. like honestly, the bubble had the bus, mm. and and honestly, we we cannot believe that Fiona Ford couldn't could, couldn't see this coming. You know what I mean? It, it's unbelievable out there. And, 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 and the fairness, they have the neck at the moment to be after Andy Kenny about not going for the bits, this and the other. The biggest problem is, if you four people are fading out the doors. Because well, the doors I'm knocking at the moment is, they're sending me uh, 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 Fianna Gael, yes, no problem at all. And they're sending me, these, these, these Fianna four people are fading out the doors. And the reason they're fading out the doors, it's the them has to put the country the way it is at the moment. Would Fianna Fáil's policy be to, to cut wages, I mean, to lead by example, and, and cut their own wages, cut ministers and TDs' wages, cap them off? Well, as you said, for the last 13 years, the book, every promise is, like, uh, 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 no matter what Fianna Fáil tells you at the moment, you just can't trust them at all. I mean, with Fianna Gael, would, would, would they be well, in the favour of, of, of leading the, the country oh by yes, example? Uh, well, 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 if, if uh, Fianna Gael gets in, they're, they're going to cut back, they're going to uh, abolish the, the Senate, they're going to cut back on TDs, they're going to cut back on wages and everything else, and this, this is something that has to be done at the moment. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I, like, I'm a businessman getting involved in politics, and I'm saying I'm, uh, I'm hoping to become uh, a Dundalk TD and everything else, and I know, when I go, please God, if I get in, I know that my wages are going to be cut, my expenses mm-hmm. are going to be cut. Like, the, the, the Minister's cars, for example, at the moment is, mm-hmm. like, yeah, uh, like Fianna Gael's policy is, is to pull them all together like it, it's always saying uh, I'll get rid of all these cars all together like if you have a Taoiseach or the ministers going go to very important meet, meetings they do need protection and everything else and that down. but if you can cut them to half or toad or even less that, that's, a, that's a cutback at the moment and like they're going to have to have a look at the pensions and the wages Doesn't, like, like there's no way they can sustain paying them kind of wages No because it's us it's the workers who are sustaining that you know by, by our tax can I ask you something like the Finnegale policies, especially the health one, seems very attractive. Um, you know, this access for all. And you're talking about the hospital, Peter. But you know when in power, people can promise much. When you're actually in power, will you be able to implement them? Well, oh, 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 like, as I said to you, you look at the independence at the moment, uh, getting hospitals everywhere. Else. And I said uh, when I come on to your programme, I can't make any promises about the, about the largest hospital. Mm. But I, what I did say is, I'm involving campaigns, anything I can do for the hospital. But the thing, the thing, the thing at the moment is, if we can open, keep as many services open as we can, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, please God, I'll do my best. Like uh, we, had, we, we had a local uh, minister here in the dog for the last number of years and everything else. And like you know, I, I can't understand why he wasn't honest with the people in the dog and tell the people in the dog what was happening. Every time people ask me a question, he, he, he was dodging it. But I'm going to be honest. As I said to you, I'm going to, if elected, open an office in the dog. People from the public can come in, see me, and, and express. And like there's going to be no hiding place for me at all. And I'm putting my my head in the line here and saying is I am going to work as hard as I can for to, to, to create as many jobs in the dog. I'm going to do my best to keep the the, the light hospital to its full services. Mm-hmm. And like th- th- that to me, they're the two main issues: mm-hmm. get people back working and look after people's health. Do you think when you're meeting people um, going around the place, is it time for a change? Oh, Are they li- saying that? Listen, without a doubt, like, you know, in, in fairness, like people at the doors there, and honestly. There's actually men and women crying. Like when you when you look at, there's one family there I visited there in Knockbridge during the week there. Uh, did four did four of the family members unemployed and three of them had degrees. You know what I mean like, yes. and they put their kids through colleges and everything else. And like they thought kind of spending that money, they'd be nearly guaranteed a job for their children. Mm-hmm. But there's no jobs there at the moment, and, and it's up to us to create jobs for these people. And we have to go out there. And whether it, whether it starts from the bottom or the top or whatever mm-hmm. it is, we have to we have to create jobs. And as I said here during the week, there Andy Kenny uh, was in the, was in dog there uh, on Wednesday, and he, he said to me, Peter, what what do you see the biggest problem in the dog? And I said, and I said, Anna, 
the, the, the load has increased by 30% over the last two years. We need jobs. We need, we need, we need an, an infrastructure in the dog. We need, we need, we need high technology companies coming in the dog. We, we, don't, we just need help. Hmm. And he said to me, if you have a get elected and come back and see me. And please, God, if I get elected, I will, I'll hold him to that. Right. I mean, uh, Fine Gael's position on, on uh, the universal charge that, I mean, we're all mm-hmm. paying at the moment. I mean, uh, some people, I know one person in particular uh, who's married and between himself and his wife, they're looking at paying an extra 17, and what is it, between the two of them, 32 grand that's right, a year, year in tax because of this charge as well. I mean, that's, that's phenomenal. Well, this man says if he's going to have to pay that, he's going to have to up stakes, take his business and move somewhere else, leave the country. No, listen, listen. I'm not coming on. I'm not, I'm not going to come on the radio today and say, listen, I'll abolish this and abolish that and everything else. All I can say is we'll have a look at everything, right? Mm-hmm. And I, th- I think I think if you if you if you can be honest with people and say, listen, we'll do our best. As I, as I said earlier on, we 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 let seventy five percent of our cuts will be cut and the other 25 will be from, will be from taxes uh, that, that would be excluding income tax like we, we have a nice free policy put together there at the moment right give us a chance to implement it but people people listen very carefully it's not going to happen overnight if we can try to sustain what we have stop, try to stop any more cuts and everything else give us a chance to get a bit, a bit of revenue and everything else and then let, let's, let's start going after that there there's people that, that will say it seems to be in this country that the only governments that we can have are either Fianna Fáil or Fianna Gael. It's going to be one or the other. Well, the way it is, as I said earlier on, is uh, we have 105 candidates uh, going, for the, going for the elections. We're doing our best to, to, to have a majority in, in, in the government. Like, you know, like people are saying this, that and the other. We don't know. Yeah. I, I, and we don't know what's going to happen I'm not going to turn and say to you that we're going to join A, B and C yeah. mm-hmm. all we can do is, is wait till the 26th listen, that, listen let's be honest yeah. let's do the whole thing right like as I said to you people knock on the doors people are calling politicians corruption corrupted and everything else yeah. let's, let's, let's try and I'll be honest with you like people got the wrong like Andy Kenny to me is a fantastic leader I think he's been very honest he doesn't hide he faces, he faces the public he, and at the moment he, his campaign at the moment is going very well listen all I'm going to say is let's go for Forward. Fourth Fitzpatrick, number one in dog, and I really appreciate it. Let's go forward. Okay, Peter Fitzpatrick, the Fine Gael candidate for Loud, thank you very much for coming in and talking to us this morning. It's been a pleasure. I mean, I'm sure the, the team will be delighted as well, will they? Oh, please, God. Like, uh, like, uh, we, we, have a, we have a first game now in the National League now in Westmead on Sunday. Oh, you're still uh, remaining on as manager? You must be sure. To me, honestly, to me, if I hadn't got Gaelic football out of nothing because... I'm a non-smoker, non-drinker, and uh, to be honest with you, my family, the wife, and the kids, and everyone were just mad in the GA. And it, it, like, you know, like, like, to me, like po- politics is, is a big job, but at the same time too, like, everybody needs some kind of an outlet. You know what I mean? Yes, balance. And, 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 yeah. and to me, I do it voluntary. Yeah. I really, really enjoy it. I get a great kick out of it. We had, we had a good season last year, and please go going forward with a better season yeah. this year. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Listen, Peter Fitzpatrick, the Fine Gael candidate. Thank you very much. For